0: War Eagle this is war bloggle with bloggle spot number 178 it is November 14th 62 degrees outside and it's about 530 this bloggle spot is brought to you by Anders bookstore if you love Auburn thank Anders well it's Monday following Auburn's 13 to 7 loss to the Georgia leg humping dogs Uh, I was there Spent the night in Stone Mountain. Technically Tucker, Georgia, I believe. Drove over early uh, Saturday morning. Spent a little time in the student center. Went to Tiger Walk. uh, Hung out around the stadium till about an hour before the game. Went in, sitting in the lower section. um, And I heard probably the nicest, or at least the least mean, Georgia fans that I've ever heard. The stadium was quiet. They were trying to get them loud they weren't loud Um, actually had one lady tell us don't beat us too bad Um, remember they were I guess they were four five and four and five what are they five and four five and four they were five and four Um, and I was sort of amazed I I didn't get too excited about that because fans being down on their team means absolutely nothing in Georgia means that that happening at Georgia means absolutely nothing compa- considering how this this route, this game has gone in the last decade. Um, Auburn proceeded to sort of take over the first half. They only have one scoring drive. they had an interception on a terrible pass on a trick play that Kirby Smart copied from um, what's his name? Uh, what is his name? Al Borges? He copied the Cadillac to Anthony Mick's play from the 2004 game. Uh, And the guy threw, I guess he was trying to throw it out of bounds, but he threw it right to Trey Matthews. So everything was going good and the, it wasn't going good. It was fine. They were were losing seven to nothing. Their offense had kind of moved the ball. They threw the ball deep a few times. They didn't get called for, we didn't get called for a pass interference that probably should have been, and then did get called for a pass interference that shouldn't have been. but, I mean, it was all going fine. And then going out into the second half, Auburn got the ball first. Felt like, all right, let's go up. 14, they'll be out of it. They won't even – fans will be gone. They'll they'll think it's over. Well, we throw it on first down. I think it was a bad pass. I can't remember. Second down, should have been caught. Third down, looked like somebody had – the way the ball went looked like somebody had – had knocked Sean's arm out of socket. I could see it being intercepted. We were right there, right where he threw it, <clears throat> going back across the other way to the field, other side of the field. And it—I mean—it was a tremendous duck, and it looked a lot like his touchdown pass to uh, Eli Stove last, or is that Darius Slayton last week? A duck that got lucky. This was a duck that did not get lucky, and it was only a duck because his shoulder was hurt. Um, Auburn then, I think, tried to pass the next three downs. Now, a lot has been said. I'm not going to get all the way to this yet, but a lot has been said about why do you go out and throw in the first three plays. We've been running the ball all over the place. Not really. We ran the ball on one drive. We scored on one drive. Obviously, running, rushing, the ball, rushing was not working as much as we wanted it to or as much as people are acting like it was because we scored on one drive. Didn't even get in field goal range on those other three or four drives. Stanton Truett got hurt on his first play. So we were down to on Johnson, who I would say is probably 70% healthy. Um, and obviously Cameron Petway is not in there. <clears throat> so a lot of people questioning that, why do you throw? My thought was, we had been running so much in the first half, let's switch it up a little bit, trick him a little bit, and throw on the first, I mean, we never throw on first down. Throwing first down, I'm pretty sure it was a bad throw. Probably because of Sean's arm. I don't know. Can't remember. But third down throw was terrible. The, the pick six. Um, how we didn't tackle the guy, I still don't know. But I won't watch it again. But um, so, and also, I kind of think we're up seven. We had the momentum. Maybe they're thinking, hey, let's open it up real quick. Let's score on them. Let's trick them a little bit. Score quick and get it over with and make them out of the game, make them not in the game anymore. So, I mean, I, I understand Auburn's strength is running the ball, uh, but I also feel like Auburn's first drive um, shouldn't have killed the game for them in the second half. Uh, they had kind of controlled the ball running a little bit on one drive, uh, but the defense had stopped them regardless of giving up. They gave up one long pass that was brought back by from holding another long pass that turned into the drive where they threw the interception, and then another long pass that was pass, not pass interference, but it should have been probably. Um, so the thing is, I don't think them going out and throwing three passes killed the game. The way those passes were thrown might have been, and especially the interception, what ended up being their only touchdown, killed the game. Killed Auburn's chances. It shouldn't have, but it did. Uh, if you think about it, Auburn... let well, I me. Mean, review the rest of it real quick so obviously auburn the rest of the game um did not get a first down they went three and out every time they had a bunch of three and third and twos which i i will admit i they probably should have run a few of those but if you're out there and let me tell you the, the the as i said the stadium was quiet in the first half when they intercepted that ball it sounded like they had won the national championship and every single time Auburn was on offense from that point forward, it sounded almost the exact same. The last drive of the game, you couldn't hear a thing. So that interception changed the game 100%. It was no longer five, loss, five win Georgia, four loss Georgia. It was like they were playing in the, in the national championship game. And I know they're, they're bad this year. They have talent. They're bad. They both played all together bad. Um, and, again, their offense didn't score a touchdown. Um, but their defense is just good enough, and our offense was hurt enough that it just didn't work. Again, I, I, there's people going off saying we shouldn't have thrown the ball so much with Sean White being hurt. Running the, running the ball was working. It worked on one drive in the first half. And we were running the ball on first down. Most of the time, after those first two drives, we ran, we'd get three or four yards. We'd run again, get three or four yards. It'd be third and two, usually a passing situation, and we'd drop the ball. You can get mad at Sean. I mean, Sean even came out and said, I probably should have told the coaches I was a little more hurt than I was letting letting them on, letting them know, which right then, that, that kind of kills this whole, how do you let a hurt player play mentality? He wasn't telling them he was hurt. And you can say you saw it on TV how hurt he was. No, you didn't. You're looking at it after the game when you're mad and and all of that. And there were still passes that should have been called, especially two on the last drive of the game, multiple passes that were dropped by normally sure-handed receivers that have been playing much better this year. I mean, I – I don't know, it was a terrible second half, nothing got done, and when when it feels like that, I was in the stadium, I know, when it feels that, that, I don't know the word I'm trying to say, when it feels that dire, when it feels like nothing is going your way, the crowd is louder every single time you don't get a first down, it's not simple to sit there and go, all right, well maybe we should run this and this and this instead. You're going to use your strength with an entirely hurt backfield as best you can. You're not going to get crazy with the 4 string running back. You're not going to get crazy with the, with the quarterback that, even though he wasn't 100%, still caught, they still should have caught some balls. You're not going to get crazy with it. You're not going to throw the ball 40 yards downfield. You can see throwing it 20 yards downfield, it was a duck. And then there's the argument that, how do we not have a viable backup? Well, did any of you think Jeremy Johnson was going to be what he was? Sean should be the backup. Nobody, Everybody in the world thought Jeremy Johnson was going to be awesome. And then things happened in his head, I believe, that just, I mean, you can't point to this and go, we don't have a, a good backup. Well, John Franklin III is fine running the ball. He ran it a few times. I think he got a first down. Um, But again, we saw last week, if that's all he's in there for, they're going to stop it eventually. It might work one out of every seven plays. But usually, if he's in there, think about that. If if he's in there, they know he's not going to throw. We haven't gotten a first down in the entire second half. What do you think that defense is going to do and play like? They were already playing lights out because they had the crowd behind them. They had that bloodthirsty look in their eyes because Auburn wasn't able to do anything. So every single play got harder. Every single one. I don't care what you change. I don't care if you're running it instead of throwing it. I don't care if you throw it instead of running it. Whatever you think should have happened, every play gets harder in that kind of situation. After the game, Gus looked was very candid. Actually, I shouldn't say candid. He was very uh, it was easy to see what he was saying. He was—he had that look of, guys, I don't know what else you want me to do. All of our backfield is hurt. And you can't, again, say, we don't have a good backup. Again, Sean should be the backup. John Franklin is fine, but not in that situation. And you're not going to take the red shirt off Woody Barrett. That would be the dumbest thing in the world. Tyler Queen wasn't even there. I don't even think Woody Barrett was there. I mean, you're. oh, are we gonna get into this? But you, all these people that have been silent for for almost two months now, while well, Auburn's been winning games 56 to three, going on the road and beating a better than their record Ole Miss team by 11 points, uh, beating probably the best quarter, best quarterback uh, in the SEC. Sorry, my phone's ringing. I don't know if it's recording or not. Probably beating the best quarterback in the SEC. And all of a sudden, we're the worst team in the world again. That was probably the best defensive performance of the year considering the circumstances. But then the offense goes out there with an entirely hurt backfield, can't do anything in a road rivalry game with the the crowd behind their back like they've never heard all year. And we're all of a sudden the worst team in the world. We got to make changes in the coaching. That's ridiculous. It was a terrible game. It was a terrible second half. Really a terrible game because the offense didn't do a ton anyway. I don't care what you say. They didn't run that good in the first half anyway. on had 99 yards. He probably got 70 in one drive. I mean, you show how dumb you are. If you want to sit there and go, well, I just don't know what we're gonna do with these coaches. What were you saying the last six weeks? Well, who'd we beat? Yeah, that that shows who you've got right there. That shows your line of thinking. If you're gonna look at it, who's Alabama beating? If you're gonna say that, who is Alabama beating? They beat LSU. Auburn beat LSU. They beat Arkansas. Auburn beat them by a lot worse. They beat Mississippi State really bad. Auburn beat Mississippi State really bad. Let him score two touchdowns in the second half while sitting on the ball. They beat USC, who might. They beat USC. I'm sorry if I'm jumping in and out. My phone keeps ringing and I don't know how it's recording. They beat USC, who might be better now, but that team was. That's not the same team that Alabama beat the first week. So everybody wants to act like who. Who. Who's this team beat? Now that I think about it, we didn't really beat anybody that good, so we probably got ahead of ourselves thinking everything was fine, and now this is the real team. Was the real team Sean White with half a shoulder? Was the real team with no Cameron Petway? Was the real team with no Stanton Truett? Was the real team with 70% carry-on? No. And also, uh, Chandler Cox got hurt in the game as well, went to the locker room. It was a terrible game. The offense was hurt. There, there was nothing that Auburn really could do to change it with the personnel that they have. And no, that does not show a bigger problem. John Franklin III should be better at throwing the ball than he is. Apparently he's not. Jeremy Johnson shouldn't be what he is and he, in his head, but he is. regardless of all these dumb things. Where were you the last six weeks acting like we're the worst team in football right now? It was a terrible second half by the offensive team that did not have their top five players at 100%. And don't tell me everybody's beaten up right now. No, everybody is not missing almost all of their Best players on the or all of their backfield, anyway. I'll get into this more later, I guess. You notice how these bloggle spots are a lot more fun when there's idiots out there, all right? Bloggle spot number 178 done, war eagle.